Welcome back to the Retirement Is Within Reach podcast. My name is Jerry Doherty. I'm broadcasting this morning from my office in Andover, Massachusetts, which is about 25 miles northwest of Boston, right in the uh, New Hampshire line. Andover is a lovely little town, and we have an office here. We have several offices throughout central and eastern Massachusetts. Our main office is in Westboro, Massachusetts. And as I mentioned on this podcast all the time, if you'd ever like to listen to my radio program, you can. I'm carried on a radio program named WCRN, and I'm heard Monday through Friday, five days a week from 11 until noon. All you have to do is just say, Alexa, play WCRN. And like magic, Monday through Friday from 11 to noon, you'll hear my voice streaming there. We do a retirement planning program. I've been on the air at WCRN for about 10 years now. And we just started this podcast a few months ago, and we really are having a lot of fun with it. And as you might imagine, through my radio program, through this podcast, and through my books, I actually have a second book that will be coming out later on this year. As many of you may realize and may kind of guess that I speak to tens of thousands of retirees each and every year. And, you know, I'd like to share with you a couple of things that I hear and see that people share with me. Now, although everybody has their unique situation, everybody has an individual situation when it comes to retirement. There really are a couple of problems that I see that are kind of common among virtually every single retiree. You know, the common mistakes that every retiree makes. I keep seeing them over and over again. And in all honesty, at times it can kind of drive me a little bit crazy. And the reason that it can is because these mistakes that retirees make are so preventable. They're mistakes that no one needed to make in the first place, but most retirees do. You know, I think we all have a vision for what we'd like our retirement to be. So whether you're driving your car right now, listening to this podcast, or just sitting in the comfort of your own home, I'm sure that you have some type of vision for what you'd like your retirement to be. And everyone's vision is unique. Your vision belongs to you. It's very personal. It's as individual as you are. But I bet that there are some common things that everyone shares things that we all envision kind of in common. Now, generally, you probably see your retirement as a mixture of happiness and of worry, two very contradictory emotions, kind of opposite ends of the spectrum. Yet both of them are present in most people's image vision for their retirement. Now, happiness, of course, is the fun part. It's a positive part of anyone's retirement dream. It's the part where you're finally going to be able to realize a few of your lifelong goals. It's the freedom to experience the things that you always wanted to do. Complete some items on your bucket list. You know, retirement really can be a period of rebirth. It can be a whole new beginning. You know, for most people, when they hear the word retire, it's defined as an ending. When in reality, for most people, for most people, retirement has really proved to be a new beginning. You know, it was F. Scott Fitzgerald who once wrote, There are no second acts in American lives. But I have to tell you, with all respect to that legendary author, I think he was wrong. Retirement really can indeed be your second act. It can be a rebirth. It can be your new beginning. Retirement is an opportunity to rewrite your own life story. And everyone's story is unique. Now, for those of you who have ever read The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald, you know what I mean when I say that retirement can be your green light, holding hope that anything is now possible. And let me tell you one such story. You know, I have a wonderful client. His name is Arthur. He lives in this area here in Massachusetts. And Arthur and his wife, they're really special people. They worked hard for about 40 years or so, and they managed to accumulate a pretty good amount of money for retirement. 
not a king's ransom, but believe me, it's enough money. Now in his middle 60s, Arthur has decided to officially retire. And since Arthur no longer has the pressures of a career, he decided to use his retirement to pursue a lifelong dream. He decided to rewrite his own life story. You see, Arthur loves music, and along with a few friends, some of whom are a little bit younger and some are a little bit older, he actually formed a band. And believe it or not, they play professionally. It's mostly classic rock, things like the Allman Brothers, the Beatles, the Stones, the Who, things along those lines. So finally, at the age of 66, Arthur, in one of his bucket list items, has become a rock star. And his wife of 40 years is his biggest groupie. That's a dream that came to life when they retired. It was a whole new beginning. Arthur reinvented himself. His retirement was his new beginning. It was his rebirth. So it seems that there are second acts in American lives, after all, Mr. Fitzgerald. But as I mentioned earlier, for many people, retirement can also bring the emotion of worry, especially worry over running out of money too soon. You know, in virtually every study that I read about planning for retirement, respondents, people just like you listening to me right now, they indicate that running out of money in retirement is one of their top concerns. And I have to tell you, it should be because not every retirement strategy guarantees an income that's going to last for your whole life, no matter how long you live. So, you know, the American College of Financial Services they every year release a study. It's called the Consumer Retirement Attitudes Report. And in it, they estimate that a staggering 70% of retirees, 70% had a fair to very good deal of concern about running out of money in retirement. Can you imagine? And logically, that kind of makes some sense. You know, with all the uncertainty and unpredictability of markets these days, we are going to see that markets are going to move up and down and some years, when markets move down, retirees simply become overwhelmed with uh, worry. They're literally afraid to spend any penny at all, any of their retirement savings during down markets. And consequently, they live in an atmosphere of scarcity. They never realize any retirement dreams. They never create generational memories. They're never fully enjoying the happiness part of their retirement because they're so mired in worry. After all, how much fun can you be expected to have if you're paralyzed with worry about market ups and downs, the potential for losses, and outliving your financial resources. I don't think any one of you out there wants that kind of retirement. Yet many people will choose exactly that type of retirement. They're going to choose a retirement strategy that's built upon a foundation of market-driven performance, not a foundation of guarantees, a foundation of market-driven performance. And as a result, once they retire, you're going to find yourself losing sleep, worried that your retirement nest egg is going to be wiped out in a down market, rather than focusing on the happier aspects of your retirement. Things like being in the audience at one of Arthur's rock concerts. I have to tell you, he really is very good. But that's precisely what a lot of you retirees will choose to do. Now, notice that I said we'll choose to do. Why would anyone make that choice? Well, I think what happens is that some retirees get sold on the excitement of a market-based retirement income strategy in retirement, riding market ups and downs. They're simply uninformed. They simply don't know that there are more boring but safer alternatives, worry-free strategies in order to generate their income. You know, once in retirement, I tell this to my clients all the time, once in retirement, 
your financial strategy should be boring. Your retirement plan should be boring based upon predictions and guarantees of where things are going, predictability. But your life should be exciting. So your retirement strategy should be boring, but your retirement life should be exciting. If you're using an exciting retirement strategy subject to market ups and downs, you're probably living a pretty scary retirement. Mired in worry, especially today, given all the uncertainty and all the geopolitical tensions that are out there. But if you were to meet with me, I promise you this, I would build you the most boring retirement strategy ever, one that's built upon predictability and guarantees and is virtually worry-free, easy to understand and built to last a lifetime. And I'll do that so your retirement can be what it should be. It should be your second act in life. It should be a rebirth, a chance to rewrite your own life story. You know, I once heard someone ask a fantastic question. They asked, if you could dream any great dream, and it'll be on a shadow of a doubt that you wouldn't fail, what would you dream? You know, when you answer that question, you've defined your true passion in life. And the retirement strategy that you choose could be the key to unlocking your great dream, allowing it to become your reality, just like my client and my friend, the 66-year-old rock star named Arthur. You know, I got to tell you, the last time I saw Arthur, I noticed he's even wearing his hair a little bit longer. He looks great. Very cool. You know, because Americans are living longer than ever before, retirement is always going to be a mixture of happiness and of worry. So why not employ strategies that strive to maximize the happiness and minimize the worry? Doesn't that make sense? I think it just does make sense. Who wouldn't want to do that? But despite that, many people don't do that. So when it comes to retirement, when you think about your retirement to facilitate all of this happiness that you anticipate you're going to have in retirement, how are you going to do that? Well, how are you going to do that is by having steady streams of retirement income. So what I want to do is I want to shift gears for a minute, and I want to talk a little bit about what retirement is really all about. And as I say on my radio program, for the past 10 years, retirement is all about income. Retirement is all about income, steady streams of income. So think about it this way. Think about it in the context different than retirement planning. You know, in the age of television and the age of computers, the average person is really bombarded with a lot of advertising. You are. According to Nielsen Ratings, the average, an average hour of TV contains more than 15 minutes of advertisements. So more than 25% of your viewing time is spent watching commercials. The United States, of course, is the largest advertising market in the world. The vast majority of money is spent on TV, but it is closely followed by digital advertising. In my business, we do a lot of digital advertising. So when you think about advertising, at its core, essentially, advertising is messaging. It's a form of communication that's designed to advance your position. Advertising should be quick, it should be memorable, and it should inspire you to believe something, whether or not that something is actually true. So in Washington, D.C., the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, you're familiar with them, they assume the responsibility to protect consumers by ensuring that there's truth in advertising. And according to the FTC's website, reading directly from it, when consumers hear an ad, whether it's on the internet, radio, television, or anywhere else, federal law says that that ad must be truthful, not misleading, and when appropriate, backed by scientific evidence. 
The Federal Trade Commission enforces these truth and advertising laws, and it applies the same standards no matter where an ad appears, whether it's in newspapers, magazines, online, in the mail, or on billboards, or even buses, end quote. Well, I got to tell you, I think that's pretty clear. There's nothing ambiguous there. Advertising has to be truthful. So how is it that certain advertisements seem so contradictory, the ads we see on TV? You know, for example, beer ads often convey the message that alcohol is going to enhance your social life. So they often use images of young people drinking beer at some type of upbeat, fun gathering, kind of a party atmosphere. Everyone is smiling and chatting, and of course, they're all drinking beer. So what do you think? Has that been your experience? Has beer enhanced your social life? Well, let's contrast that ad to another beer ad. Do you remember the famous Super Bowl ad showing the two guys at the grocery store? It's a very funny ad. They went to the checkout with two items. They went there with beer and toilet paper. But they only had enough money to buy one of the items. So they chose, smartly, the beer. And when asked if they'd like their beer put in paper or plastic bags, they gave the resounding answer, paper. And of course, those guys needed a receipt as well. So do you think that beer enhanced those two geniuses' social lives? After all, who wouldn't want to be hanging around with those two toilet paperless guys? Those two commercials are just one example of contradictory advertising messages. I'm sure you can think of many others. But there's one in particular that I'm thinking about. You know, there's a well-known investment company that runs a series of commercials. I'm sure you've seen them on TV. They ask a retiree, somebody like you, a very simple question. The question they ask is, what's your number? A simple, concise question. What's your number? And the ad is designed to convey the message that retirement can be reduced to a single savings goal. What's your number? And once you achieve that goal, well, voila, you can retire. So what do you think? Is that what retirement all boils down to? Just a simple savings goal? A number that once achieved will allow you to stop working and retire. If so, what's your number? What is your number? Well, maybe that is the way to look at it. Maybe it's not. But I can tell you this. In contradiction to that ad is another commercial. The commercial's for the Publishers Clearinghouse. And I know you've seen this ad. It has stuck in your mind, I'm sure. The announcer says you can win $5,000 a week for your life. And then someone who you choose wins $5,000 a week for their life. And I'm sure after hearing that ad, you probably have said to yourself, Boy, if I won $5,000 a week coming in for the rest of my life, I'd stop working and retire this afternoon. It's a pretty effective ad. And probably based upon that publisher's clearinghouse ad, you probably have a coffee table full of magazines in your living room. But when you really think about the two messages, they're very contradictory messages. The first message claims that retirement is all about a single savings goal. In other words, piles of assets that you accumulate. The second says that retirement is all about income. And on a larger scale, it's the same debate that we've discussed on this podcast week in and week out. Should corporate America have abandoned pension plans, guaranteed streams of income, in favor of 401k plans that are nothing more than piles of assets, accumulated assets? So which commercial do you think better describes a retirement strategy? Is it better to have a savings goal or an income goal for retirement? Would you rather have X amount of dollars coming in every month? Or do you think that a savings goal is better? Does that give you better clarity on retirement? Well, let's look at it this way. Why are some people so afraid to enjoy their retirement? 
why are some, some people so worried to spend any money during the golden years? Well, the reason is, is because they're afraid of running out of money. They're constantly afraid of depleting the retirement nest egg, either through spending too much money too quickly or investment strategies that could result in losses, just like we saw in 2022. They look at spending as depleting their savings and they live in fear of losing money. And as a consequence, it creates an atmosphere of scarcity in the retirement. And I have to tell you, living in an atmosphere of scarcity will deny you of life's true riches. Think about it this way. How do you put a price tag on a retired couple finally taking the vacation that they had denied themselves for decades during their working years? How do you put a price tag on the smile of your husband or your wife? How do you put a price tag on buying airline tickets to go visit grandchildren? Obviously, you can't put a price tag on these things. Some of them are indeed priceless. Some are generational memories. But if you live in an atmosphere of scarcity, I assure you, you'll always be afraid to spend any money on these items for fear of depleting your nest egg and running out of money too soon. Boy, you got to ask you, whatever happened to happily ever after? So when you hear an announcer on a TV commercial ask, what's your number? You should ask, is that really the best retirement strategy for me? Or is it better for me to think about a savings goal? Now, I want to tell you that saving more money for retirement rather than less money for retirement is a really good thing. In fact, it's a necessary thing. More savings is better than less savings. But most important of all is how much income those savings are going to generate. Retirement is indeed all about income. Income in retirement is a permission slip to enjoy life. Steady streams of guaranteed income that will fund your retirement lifestyle allowing you to spend every penny of your monthly income. Think about the power of this with the comfort of knowing that there'll be more income arriving next month and the month after that, month after month for the rest of your life. That's why when you hear that Publishers Clearinghouse commercial, the one that really focuses on income, your mind drifts into a dream state, probably a pretty euphoric dream state. So if retirement is all about income, doesn't it just make sense to use income distribution strategies that maximize the amount of income that's being generated from your retirement savings? It does. But it's important to understand that some strategies are better than others at maximizing your income. Let me give you an example of what I mean. If I were to ask the average retiree, would you rather have $1 million in your nest egg on the day that you retire, or would you rather have $900,000? I think that virtually everybody would answer, Jerry, of course, I'd rather have a million dollars and 900,000. So in essence, you're looking at things from a what's your number perspective. And from that perspective, the bigger number always wins. Or at least that's what most people think. What if I were to ask you a slightly different question, one that looks at things from an income perspective? What if I were to ask you, would you rather have $1 million on the day that you retire, generating a 3% retirement income, meaning $30,000 a year? Or would you rather have $900,000 generating a 4% retirement income, meaning $36,000 per year? Well, now I think that most people would step back for a minute and say, well, gosh, maybe I'd rather have the higher income. And that's what retirement is all about, the higher income. Whoever has the most income in retirement is indeed the winner of the retirement game. Retirement is indeed all about income. And the distribution strategy that you use to generate that income is going to make all the difference in the world. And in fact, when you think about things a little bit deeper, 
a really pleasant dream begins to emerge. If you use an optimal retirement income distribution strategy, let me repeat that, an optimal retirement income distribution strategy, a strategy that maximizes every penny of your income from your savings, you might just find that you need less savings to retire than you originally thought. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, you have enough savings today. Wouldn't that be nice? But what if you could retire a year or two earlier than you thought was possible? I bet that brought a smile to a few faces. Well, you know what? These things can be possible if you're employing cutting-edge retirement income strategies. So let me ask you, are you? Or is your guy only talking to you about your number, your savings goal? Well, if that's the case, I'd like to give you my number, my telephone number. I'll show you how to optimize your retirement income and perhaps retire earlier than you think. My toll-free telephone number from anywhere in the United States is 877-772-1776. Again, that's 877-772-1776. And just so you have my information, my company is called bostonindependencegroup.com. We're a Massachusetts incorporated retirement firm. We specialize in strategies for people who are at or near retirement. You can visit my website. Again, it's bostonindependencegroup.com. Visit that site, loaded with ten tons of helpful advice that every retiree needs to be aware of. And if you want to, you can download you know, a copy of my book um, from Amazon. My book is titled Uncomplicated Money and is available on Amazon. It's a series of short stories designed to explain complex financial concepts that every retiree needs to know. But on my website, you can order, you can download a free chapter of my book. Well, until next time, this is Jerry Doherty saying retirement is within reach as long as you have the right retirement strategy.